big Facebook man Posting lies about my life which no one else can Filters on my face disguise my age So money that I don't have is what is on my page Why don't you come and cut my teeth It's called living a fake Facebook live dream They post a pic of me eating clean But it's pizza and burgers for dinner, you know what I mean a Snapshot of vacations that I got no money to take Since you were one of my sports car, you know that it's a fake Got my balls loaded up with things that aren't even true Pretending on Facebook is my thing, it's my thing too friends which I've never done met a pick of my lunch is what you're gonna get I heart a post of your baby say it's one darn cute kid but I lied cuz it's ugly that's called an online fib I talk about success in my job and the pending promotion but in reality it's a psych cuz I got a demotion You block me on Facebook without a judge, jury, or trial. I'll be creeping you the next day with a shiny new profile. See a pic of my family? Yeah, we're having a good time. Well, the joke's on you. We have not talked in eight months or nine. I'll tell you about the weather and the stuff you don't need to know. I'll fake a good illness so the sympathy will grow. I'll ask you to donate to my made-up cause And post selfies on the daily that ain't breaking no laws So don't judge the life of the fake Facebook man Pretending to be happy like no one else can Okay, my name is uh, Mark Bingsman <laughs> to Take these two books out, please A tad overdue, no, no, I can't, it can't be Yeah from 1984? 1984. You know what, Kinsman? I took out that Phil Collins CD in 84 and I led it to you, and you didn't return it? <laughs> I didn't return it. Unbelievable. Do you think your voice is too loud for the library? I, I only got shushed about five times in there. That's right. So we got our books. Yes. You, you know how to read, right? I, I know how to read. Right, so now you can come back here more often and enhance your reading. What's that book you had, that kid's book? Kids book Jack and the Beanstalk. Right, so if you move up to the next level, it's the Hardy Boys or, or Nancy Drew. Remember, remember Clifford, the big red dog? I think yes. that's next. All right, Kinsman, let me remove that foolery right there. And How you doing there, Clopper? Good. And, and the whole thing there, I went to the library and I tried to take out a book underneath your name uh, because my overdue charges are through the roof, but, but now they're cleared. And you got a Phil Collins CD from 84. You still haven't returned? 
What? I haven't returned it yet. No, no, no. They, they, they got rid of the late finds over there, so I'm, I'm still okay. <laughs> That's great. You got this big booming voice. This, but like I, you know, I always thought my voice was a little squeaky, but next to yours, I'm very squeaky. Um, but I don't think you can survive in in a library environment with your voice, right? No, no. I'm I'm more, you know, the Mac hockey hockey announcer voice. But uh, yeah, I get shushed quite a bit. In fact, I was at uh, the dollar store buying some stationery for uh, you know for our Kins and Klomp live shows, and uh, the lady she came around, she put her head around. She's like, "Hey, what's uh, what's Kins and Klomp doing today?" I guess I was yeah. talking too loud to the the attendant down the aille. <laughs> so you get me in trouble. Pops around the corner. I said, "What's going on in the show?" And I said, "Well, you're gonna have to tune in seven o'clock. We've got so a great show tonight." So we were in uh, Porcupine. That's Porcupine now, Kinsman, not South Porcupine, to see Dave Helmer and his wife, Erin. Yes. Meat and Tackle Variety. And every time we go there, this store looks better and better. And you have to see the mural they have on the wall if you're coming from Timmins to Porcupine. The thing's immaculate. It's cartoons of fishing. It's Dave, his wife, his friends, someone taking a selfie with a bear. I'm like, that could be me. I like that. And, and, and the store. Just, it's awesome, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it, you know what it reminds me of? That store, when you walk into Bait Me and Tackle for the first time, it, it reminds me of, it's got that smell of uh, the boathouse. It, it's got that that aroma. It, it, it's the aroma that br it brings me back to the cottage days. Every time I go through that door, I, I feel so comfortable. It, it's, a, it's a comfy setting. Yeah, you, you know you're in, uh, you know, in good hands. And uh, if you've ever been to, uh, you know, a cottage where the boat has been sitting there all, you know, summer long, the the the, the smell. There's no smell like it until you you, you walk into bait me and tackle and variety, and uh, they've got the same smell. It's a, it's it's amazing, and so much stuff in there too. They've got the live wells for the minnows. They've got uh, worms. They've got uh, you name it. Uh, I think if you forget it camping, uh, you you won't forget it on your way out of Porcupine. That's right. And, and Dave and Aaron have invested in the porcupine community. That store, I think it was called Chevy's. It closed. People, especially in the surrounding neighborhoods, were not happy. Dave went in there. He purchased the building. They remodeled everything. And it's, yeah, it's completely awesome. So he's with us. We're going to go see him on Friday again. And we're going to do a live tour of the store. But Dave and Aaron, uh, big thumbs up. They're doing yeah. lots. lots big thumbs up. And yeah. uh, also uh, the the gentleman who painted the mural, Tom Armitage, amazing mm -hmm. uh, painter. And again, I can't wait to see what he does on the other side of the building. I like honest, uh, honest to God, if they give you or I a pen and pencil or paintbrushes, we it would not look like that. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, he's a talented guy. So this Lucian. So you know, we're, we're tomorrow we're going to release the video of me driving the bus i'm not going to keep your you're you got too much of a lead foot in this city i don't did, did you care about the community at all to, uh, yeah, i care about the community but you know what uh, they, they 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 know how i like to uh, drive oh yeah a little bit faster which yeah. i'd have to you know tone her down a bit if i if i were to become a, a proper bus driver here in the city but uh, she let me go up airport road she's like you can go to the we're going to take mark to the 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 speed limits that are yeah. you know the 70 plus and that's where she let me have uh, the open highway up there <laughs> right take so, a big yellow bus up there if you haven't heard lucian the reason why they're partnering with us besides they like my driving a little scared of marks is that they are hiring bus drivers to start at the beginning of the school season yeah. fall uh, let's not talk about fall but bus drivers flexible hours you can bring your young ones with you on the bus 
you're working day shifts. You, you, you got all day to, I don't know what you do during the day, Kinsman. It sounds like a job for you. Like you're just floating around the city, I think. And, and maybe you should be a bus driver. Yeah. What are you yeah. during the days anyways? What do I do during the days? Well, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I can't, I can't reveal all the secrets. People think we just pop on here for the, the three shows a week and the, yeah. the hour. There's so much stuff that goes behind the scenes. You know, out there, uh, you should see the gas receipts. We're uh, we're we're going somewhere with this show. Uh, it's, uh, we're 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 doing a lot of putting a lot of miles on them. And yes, uh, bus mileage. If you're looking for the best part-time job on the planet, you can bring your little ones on board. Again, Lucian uh, Penny Adel, looking for you to do the trading. Again, it's uh, three days in school, in class, and then you've got 20 hours of uh, driving time, and then you've got a $500 check, a sign-on bonus coming your way. And they're, again, looking for 140-plus spots. They've got uh, more buses coming for uh, September. So uh, they need some recruits. Again, 705-360-4090 is the number to get in touch with Penny and Pat, all the all the crew. We ran into a, a bunch in the video, which we'll see uh, tomorrow. Uh, I know Louise, uh, Louise Hopcroft was there. And we also had, uh, I do believe, Nicole Chartrand, a uh, few others. I think you have a show where Klomp is nice to Kins and Kins hassles Klomp. <laughs> yeah, Barry always has my back. They all Barry, do. Barry from Mikey's General Sales, they're always tuning in. Thanks, Barry. Uh, hello, yeah. Selena. Hello, Carol. Uh, uh, our, our loyal and true always there. The song, though. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Samuel, maybe for the first time hearing the intro song. Yeah, we've we've played it to death. Um, hello, Crystal. Hello, Joanne. Joanne. Belated happy birthday. I think Chad said first. I think he was he the first comment. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah, there's Benji Hotvin, who yeah. uh, if you've never the next time you hold a full beard can, I just wanted to say this: one of the hardest working crew in this city at Full Beard. They 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 touch every single can that goes out of that building yeah there, there there's you know there's two little devices and you know benji was there this morning when we we we, we popped by to uh, talk about some big news for the 22nd coming up next thursday and yes. uh yeah they they, they they physically touch every single can that goes in and out of that building i have an observation we What's were that? there today chatting with the full beard guys and the minute they said, would you like to help out? You were burning rubber right out of there. Like oh, you were the keg or anything over no, there. It even, it, even, it even says it on the canning machine. It says this is a machine where you need to be highly trained. I think with a few hours of training, I, I could probably do some canning. And I think they, uh, they're they they're going to haul us in there next week to can more Kins and Klomp Live 705 Blonde Ale beer. So that uh, that that is going to be worth the price of admission watching that. Because seeing how Benji is doing it, I'm, I'm bound to screw something up. Clump, clump, don't blow it. Yeah, but, but that's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I want to un unreveal a secret. I, I, I'm no good. Don't tell me anything. If you got a secret in your life, I'm the wrong guy. Okay, so we have Jessica Trudell waiting patiently in the back. I don't think she's laughing at any of our jokes here, Kinsman. And this is why I think she's. Let me show you. Clomp, do you think it's time to go get our Nova back? Yeah, Kinsman, I already look. I already got the tattoo, Nova 2021. That's not even real, Clomp. Yes, it is. I'll get it fixed up when JC reopens. Are we going to need this? You did. A little extreme? A little extreme. You ready? I, I think so. Okay, let's go. Come on, come on. Okay, okay. Sure. Hurry up. Can you do this? There it is. There it is. Go, go, go. Quick, quick, quick. Get on you. Oh. 
Hi, I'm, uh, I'm here to book an oil change. So Jessica and her partner, Matt, are proud Nova winners and the owner of um, Forche Automotive. Yes. You know, I love them over there. I, I, I use their services, highly recommended. But she's not on here to chat about the garage tonight. She's here to talk about books. And uh, hopefully she's not too angry about this whole Nova stunt. But they're good. They're good partners. And we had a lot of fun with them. And we're happy to have her on the show uh, to chat a different subject. Right, Kinsman? That's right. Uh, a different side. You know, as they say, as we're, we're talking books today, you know, you don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, when you walk into Fortune Automotive, obviously you see Jessica Trudell. When you're booking oil changes, all your vehicle appointments. But there's another side to Jessica, a creative side where uh, she's uh, a writer. Who uh, who knew? So maybe uh, for the first time, we'll be able to uh, dive into what uh, what Jessica does off the clock at Fortune, and uh, she uh, could put some you know creative minds you know at work. You know, we'll find out what she's doing. Good. The only, only two cliches in that sentence. You did well, my friend. You you love my cliches. I do. Okay, so I'm going to bring Jessica on right okay. now. There she is. Hi, Jessica. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How about you? Doing all right. We 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 didn't quite recognize her without the scrubs from Fortier. So <laughs> yeah, you, you do clean up well. And uh, again, we're here to talk about your creative side you uh you know uh, for what i i had no clue that uh, you were a writer and a very good writer at that uh you know tell us a bit about your 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 pastime hobbies uh, when you're not uh, you know booking oil changes well actually my job at Forti automotive is a lot of it is writing i handle all the marketing and the advertising so there's a lot of writing that goes into the background and i wrote a hell of an application that's why i beat you guys <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get you to write ours next year, okay? Can you write ours yeah. for us? Yeah, yeah. I think Matt wants a break from all the publicity. He is a, he's a definitely a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. <laughs> That's why I'm the person you see when you walk through the door. <laughs> but yeah, I am, a, I am a writer and I am a trainer. I've taught a lot of workshops on creative writing and marketing and communications over the years. Um, so uh, yeah, it's not really very much of a secret side of me, but... Uh, because of COVID for the last year and a half, there's been no uh, in-person meetings for the writers groups and there's been no workshops being taught. And um, so yeah, a lot of creative people were connected to each other online. Um, but if you're you know, someone from a little town like Timmins and you don't know where to find those things, then it could be very isolating. So that's why um, I do what I do. I try to help writers um, feel a little less isolated, connect with each other, um, learn new skills by accessing digital when they can't access in-person supports and that sort of thing. Mm, yeah. It's so, so some of these groups that you've you've created or the group that you have, uh, how, how many people do you have following you uh, for advice when it comes to writing? Well, we have um, a few different groups. So it originally started because I was teaching weekly workshops. It was called uh, Writer's Workshop Wednesday, and that was uh, many years ago now. Um, but the people that were coming out regularly, um, it built from nothing to a lot of people because the very first workshop I taught, only one person showed up and she couldn't get into the building because she was in a wheelchair and it wasn't a wheelchair accessible building. So then the next week I moved it to the library, um, which is an accessible building. Um, and I taught the workshops there every week for then on. 
um, and slowly the group built up to more and more people. Um, and we ended up formalizing a guild, which for a few years ran as a guild um, until COVID hit. And then we decided to move everything digital because it just made more sense. But uh, so now we have about, I'd say about 30 people in the Timmins Facebook writers group. And we have another 100 to 200 in the Northern Ontario writers group that they connected that way. Um, you know, they share their links to their books when they have a book coming out. If they have an event, they share the event details, talk about things like the Northern Ontario book fair that I plan every year, uh, again, except for COVID year. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of discussions going on in those groups right now digitally. And hopefully the Timmins writers will start meeting again in person. We used to do it every Wednesday night. We did it religiously for years and years. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to resume meeting in person at the library every Wednesday soon. We're hoping soon. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think we're getting close to that point. So my question is, and you hear a lot of people say this, you know, my life could be a book, my life could be a novel. But if you were you know, a first time aspiring novelist, a writer, would you, these groups that you're part of, are they, would this be a perfect spot for someone with no experience to have the aspiration to write, be able to get some tips and tricks on how to get things going? Yes, absolutely. The The group is a, a really good mix of beginner, I've never done this before, writers and published authors. It goes, it runs the full gamut and there's people in a lot of different genres. Some people write nonfiction, they're working on a memoir. Other people are working on picture books and there's some people that are um, working on poetry and there's uh, all kinds of different writers in there. So you can get advice from people who are self-publishing, you can get advice from people who are traditionally publishing. Um, yeah, there's, it runs the full gamut of, uh, of advice and perspectives and experiences. So if you were to give that, you know, advice to a, a fresh writer, hasn't, hasn't put anything pen to paper, right? Kinsman, that's what I'm supposed to say, pen to paper. There's a cliche for you right there. Yeah. <laughs> you are rubbing off on me, my friend. So that's right. Pen to paper right. the first time. It felt weird. Um, what, like, what would be like the first piece of advice you would give them? The absolute first piece of advice that any any writer, doesn't matter what kind of writer you are, how much experience you have, what you're working on, the first piece of advice and the only thing you need to do right now is write the damn thing. Just sit down and write down every thought that's in your head. It doesn't matter what order it's in. It doesn't matter if it's really good. It doesn't matter if it could be published. It doesn't matter. Just write it down. Because the vast majority of people who say that they want to write a book or a poem or whatever it is that they want to write never actually do it. They never write that first draft. And that's the huge first step that every writer has to take. If you don't do that, there's no point even thinking about how you're going to publish it or whether or not it's publishable or how good you are. Because anything can be fixed. It's not supposed to be good the first time around, but you have to write it. Right, right. You got to go yeah. in there with the, the blinders on that you, you, you can't have uh, what am I trying to say? You can't have doubt. If you say, well, I think people will hate this or dislike this, that's the, the wrong mind for, uh, the frame of mind to to go into it. Right? You, you, you jot it down regardless. And if they wanted to, let's say, submit to you, let's say they're not a part of your group yet, but had something, you know, that they think is, you know, maybe on the cusp of being something great, uh, can they submit uh, work to you? Will you sit and take time to to read and maybe uh, critique for those who are trying to write? 
Yeah, we've workshopped books uh, and uh, short stories and things like that in um, our group. And we've also had uh, people that have beta, beta read for each other. Um, a beta read is basically you finished your, your draft, you may or may not have polished it yet. Um, and then you give it to a few people to read it as readers for the first time, not edit it, but read it and kind of give their overall impression. Like, was there a spot in it that lagged for you? You know, did you feel like the character was relatable? Did you like them? Did you want, were you rooting for them? That sort of thing, depending on, of course, what kind of book it is. Um, but yeah, there's uh, lots of resources available. I'm, I personally am a professional editor. So if somebody wants to hire me, I can also do that. But I've also done some free, um, beta reads and things like that for people in the group um, because we're, you know, we're a little family. So I, I don't always uh, charge for everything that we do there, but outside of that group, I'm a professional editor as well. Nice. Very cool. A couple of, a uh, couple of funny comments, one for us and one for Jessica. So watching from Vancouver, love these sexy Timmons fellas. I, right. The first time we ever heard something like that. <laughs> That's right. There's that good old B-Rad Black. I, yeah. I always say he, he's tuned in from the left coast. It, it's nice to see that uh, we do have viewers coming in from uh, all, all you know, spectrums of uh, the planet. I know we had uh, Sergio Estevez. He was tuned in at, uh, you know, a few weeks ago from Colombia. We do get right. the odd viewers who... Uh, have ties to Timmins in the north and uh, love to see what's going on here in good old Canada and northern Ontario. Yes, and Chad says, I know this lady. So he's talking. Yes, he knows you do, Chad. Chad. I do. I do know you. Hi. <laughs> Back in the epic days. Yeah. Yes. Is, is epic a term for something or he's just saying it was yeah. an awesome time? No, no, it was, it was an awesome time, but also it's called epic. So um, back when I was working at Northern College, I was a proposal writer um, and I worked for the Innovation Hub and uh, we helped establish basically an, an entrepreneurship club for the uh, college students there. Um, and I was with uh, Mark Rodrigue, who did the actual, he was the, the staff working on Epic, and then I was kind of assisting him, and we set up this whole entrepreneurship club. Ah, nice. right. Okay. I knew Chad was being a little coy there, but 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 that's awesome. So it's good. I, I asked you, we have people come on the show, and, uh, you know, they talk about, uh, for example, we had Discover Fitness on, and we talked about the importance of, uh, you know, going to the gym, not just for your physical health, but also for your mental health as a stress relief. How how important if, if reading is your passion to continue to do that in order to for your own mental well-being, to relieve stress, to get some peace and tranquility? Do you, do you find that plays an important part? Absolutely. I, 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 at least 50 percent. But I would say definitely more of the people that are part of our group have some sort of um, either mental health disorder or sometimes a physical disability um, where um, writing is therapy for them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they, it, sometimes it's, you know, writing poetry or something that's very, very personal and you're sharing a very personal part of yourself. But other times it's, it's just, you have ideas in your head and um, you just need to get them out. And mm -hmm. you just, you write a story it has absolutely nothing to do with yourself or your real experience. Um, but it's just like when you sit down to watch a movie, it's a bit of escapism, right? You escape into this other world that you've created and this other person's mind, you get out of your own for a while. And yeah, it's absolutely therapeutic. Even if you're not writing to get published, um, it's a heck of a lot of fun. Now, who is your inspiration, uh, Jessica, when it comes to uh, writing? Do you, uh, do you have a favorite author out there that you uh, go to all the time or do you uh, spread it all out uh, 
to various different types of writing material? I'm a very eclectic reader and writer. Um, I write I write children's fiction, but I also write for adults. I write fiction, I write nonfiction, I write poetry. So it's very hard to like pinpoint uh, a single author, but um, I do love uh, the work of Kate DiCamillo. Um, she's a really, really famous uh, children's author. She wrote Because of Winn-Dixie and the, can't think of the title, the, the, Amazing Adventure of William Tulane or something like that. I can't remember. It's a, but she's written a ton of uh, really famous novels, um, and uh, yeah, she's she writes really well, and they're really great for kids, but they're also really great for adults. Like I, I read a ton of children's literature, and it's not for my kids. It's one hundred percent for me. I absolutely <laughs> love it. So I, I saw your guys's intro where you were kind of like the next one on the list is you know Clifford. Yeah, literally, children's books are my favorite thing to read. Right. for fun for me. And they're also a great learning experience because you don't know how hard it is to write a really good book until you've tried to write an entire story in less than 500 words. If you're a picture book writer, it is not easy. Let me tell you, my friend. <laughs> no, no, when people read a Dr. Seuss book, say, I can do that. Uh, yeah, but you know, you're you full of malarkey, right? There's probably more to it than Dr. Seuss when he's sitting down saying, yeah. you know, the cat had a hat and, you know, everything rhymes. There, there, there's, a, there's an art and science to it. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I'm I'm very active on, on Twitter. Um, and there's I, uh, people... Uh, consider Twitter a dumpster fire. In a lot of ways it is, but um, it's great for writers. All of the agents and publishers and editors are on there and constantly posting what they're looking for and what they really like and what they don't like. And it's just, uh, and the community is really supportive of each other there too. Um, don't screw up though, because then, then it's a dumpster fire. But <laughs> the community is really supportive up until that point. Um, and yeah, if you if you go on Twitter and you watch what the editors and agents are saying, most of them are like, do not send me a rhyming picture book because there's just so many people who think that they can do it and they do it. And then they send their crap out and <laughs> they don't realize it takes like, get that first draft down. Like I said, it's going to yeah. be crap, but don't send that version out. You need to get right. with the writer's group, get a critique group together, a critique partner and work on it and revise and revise and revise. You might go through 20, 30 drafts before you get it right. That's the problem is when people jump the gun, they go, I've written it down and now I'm going to send it out. <laughs> you need that right. writer's group, that critique partner in between. Don't, don't skip the yeah. steps. Yeah. <laughs> it's a process. Or, or send off the rough draft yeah. with the wrong there, there, or there, right? And then get ridiculed <laughs> online, be. right? Got to proof at it before you send things off to uh, the big guy, <laughs> the big fish in the sea that are out there uh, watching all these. You uh, know what? They will, they will overlook proofreading errors a lot sooner than they will overlooking really terrible book cliches. Like okay. some of the really terrible book cliches are where the book starts where the character just woke up. Don't do that. It's super cliche. They hate that. Um, or the mm. first time you get to know what the character looks like is because they look at themselves in the mirror and then proceed to observe all of their features and describe it to you. Another cliche you ought to avoid, right? So these are things you, you pick up. <laughs> these are the things you pick up from people who have experience in the industry or who are really active on, on things like Twitter or whatever and have those relationships with agents and editors and things. 
Carol asks, can you please post the name of the author of the children's book Jessica was mentioning? Mentioning, thank you. So, uh, I mean, I can post them, um, but could, are you able to mention them again? Yeah, well, I'll put, I'll put her name in the private chat and then you can pick it up, right? And put it in okay. the- Oh, yeah. right. There we go. Even better. We can what even I do that. What I mentioned is uh, Kate B. Camillo. She's, she's fantastic. Her She has a good array of uh, literary as well as like funny commercial uh, fiction for kids. So, so you are also uh, writing a novel and you have a Kickstarter campaign. Now, I'm sure most folks know what Kickstarter is, where everyone's used to go fund me, but maybe explain the, the what, what you're writing, lack of a better term, and, and what the a Kickstarter campaign is for people that may not know. Absolutely. Um, so first of all, I'm not writing a novel. So a novel is specifically a fiction book. Uh, nice. Mine is nonfiction. So it's not a novel. It's uh, it's kind of half a critical analysis of pop culture and half writing instruction. So mm -hmm. I'm looking at story endings and how to write them. So I'll, I'll break down some existing story endings from uh, existing books and movies and TV shows and, and plays and poetry, whatever I can uh, find. And uh, I'm going to analyze them from the perspective of these the story endings matrix that I've created and then explain how to apply that story endings matrix to your own writing process in order to create a satisfying story ending. Hmm. So, so just to back up, so when it's, um, when it's, it's not, when it's fiction, it's, it's a novel. Yes. When it's nonfiction, it's not. So if someone says my life could be a novel, they're actually technically wrong with that statement. Not necessarily. They could fictionalize their own story and write it as a novel, or they could write a memoir or an autobiography, which would be nonfiction and therefore not a novel. You're very happy with this talk, kids, but I can see. <laughs> I am. Well, no, I, I, I kind of got shot down when she says people who have too many cliches probably don't survive in the the writing world. I I, I probably wouldn't be able to sur survive all the cliches. They'd be like, okay, this guy's got too many. <laughs> you know what? Drawing I, I board, still, Mr. Kidsman. I read books still today that are recently published that will have those cliches in them. It's it's still possible to get those books published, right? But it just yeah. like if you have like a really incredible concept, like you know, the Hunger Games, like how huge was that? Right. Mm -hmm. If you have a really incredible concept, then people will overlook all of the cliches, right? Because they're just like, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, if you have, let's say a, a contemporary fiction book, more of a quiet book, um, then people will notice the cliches more, right? Because it's, it's quiet. There's not as much noise to distract them from those cliches. Ah, fair, fair. It's actually, that makes complete sense. So you, you have a Kickstarter campaign. So a Kickstarter is fairly similar to GoFundMe, but more to, um, for an entertainment type of project. No, and I'm all for two tonight, Kinsman. <laughs> okay, no, they are similar in the sense that they're both crowdfunding platforms. You are correct; like they're similar in that sense. But GoFundMe is more um, designed for um, not—they're not project-based. So Kickstarter is specifically designed for creators that are creating projects. So you're trying to put together a documentary, get some crowdfunding. You're trying to make a new video game, crowdfunding. You know, board games, books those types of things. So uh, Kickstarter is very much focused on that uh, creation of a product that you can then send out to the people who backed you. Okay. 
I like that. And if you have, um, I have posted the name of the author. Uh, if, if you have a moment, Jess, if you have the, the, the link, uh, I can definitely share it on the feed tonight to your Kickstarter. And we did take a oh, look sure. at it. It's everything, what you're doing and what you're asking for. And I think it, I think it's really, I think it's really awesome what you're doing. My question is, is the backtrack, where are you finding all this time o operating a successful, very busy business? Because I see all the cars and you, you folks are busy yeah. and then you got all this work. Like, did you have any, do you have a moment for yourself? <laughs> uh, well, actually this is my moment to myself because I am here and my kids are not. So, <laughs> but no, actually I was 100% prepared for this question because I get asked this question almost mm -hmm. every day of my life. Um, people always say, how do you find the time to do all this stuff? You own three businesses and you have four kids and <laughs> all the time. And my answer is the same every single time. You do not find time. There's no time in your winter jacket that you pull out and go like, oh, I left this time here. You don't find time, you make time. If something's important to you, you set aside that time and you make it happen. Mm -hmm. If it's when the kids are in bed, if there's a window between, let's say, 10 and 1 a.m., you'll stay up to the, the wee hours and get her done. If, you're, if you've got the passion and the desire and the drive to uh, succeed, you will always make time, right? And, I, uh, I cannot tell you the number of times I have attempted to go to bed and a story idea would just not leave me alone and I had to get out of bed and go write it down so that I could shut my brain off because otherwise it just keeps writing the story in my head and I will not remember in the morning the times that I have ignored that voice and said no sleep you could you'll write it down in the morning you and do you not remember it, it you never remember it the morning no. people don't don't trick yourself into thinking that right like, it it's like trying to remember a dream right when you've had a good dream you've woken up and then you try to remember what it was and you you totally forget it's the same the same oh. uh, same system mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah you're right so I, I i have posted the link uh to the kickstarter campaign it sounds a lot cooler than gofundme to kickstarter but you're right it is for these creative like type the kickstarter products. campaign yeah so so what your, your ultimate goal like do you have like uh i guess like a publishing date a target for completion what's yes. where are you at my target is February 2022, mm -hmm. if this Kickstarter campaign is successful. If the campaign is successful, then I can set aside more time to really focus on punching all of this out. If the mm -hmm. Kickstarter campaign isn't successful, it's still going to come out. It's just going to take a little bit longer to get there. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, f fair enough to, to clear up the time. And I think, you know, entertainment, uh, folks with a creative ability, uh, you know, whether it's reading, music, um, I think it's important to support them in the community because we, you know, we often hear kids when there's not a lot to do in Timmins, but, the, but the thing is, is sometimes um, there's a lot of creative people here. We meet them almost every single day. Every sometimes day. It's just not the opportunity to perform or, you know, maybe it's a financial need to support them. So I find if we have an opportunity to support someone, whether it's going to see their show uh, support them financially, sharing uh, their posts or their work on social media. I think that's really important because we are deep in creative people in this community, very deep. Yeah, mm -hmm. lots of lots of uh, you know creative minds, and again with uh, your creative groups, your writing groups. When, when when people join and submit, is is there a way to uh, view them all online for people who maybe aren't a 
member yet and can scroll like an e-reader or is there a way to see what people have submitted on uh, on their on your platform um what do you mean in terms of the like, like if they submit let's say you've got uh, let's say uh, how many members do you have now about 30 some odd people oh, in there okay. right yeah well the groups are private so it's not for just anybody to access right because people are concerned like, if they okay. share their idea that you know someone's gonna steal it and i mean i understand those concerns but really uh, nobody can Maybe we can write your idea the way you can. They're, they're, they, oh. they can take your idea. They're going to take it in a completely different direction. But okay. people are concerned about that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. the groups are private. Um, and when people share things, we encourage them to do so privately. Um, so, yeah, no, there's not anywhere that you can actually access them and do it that way. It's always, it's always membership-based. Okay. But there's and no cost to join or anything like that. So it's free. And if someone were to find you, do they find you under Jessica Trudell online or is it a totally different name for the, for the Facebook page? <laughs> I, I'm not on Facebook as a, like an individual. I, I use Facebook because I have to in order to run my business pages. Um, but I don't have Facebook friends. So it might be hard for people to find me personally. Um, but what I'll do is I will, uh, I'll grab the links to the Facebook groups and I'll post okay. them. Um, yep. so that people can find the groups, um, because they may not be able to find it through me. I, uh, I got off Facebook, uh, a few years back cause I was tired of seeing who broke up with who and who was, who was eating what for dinner and, and whatnot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I, I was making the time for things that were more important to me. And here's the bad news. That's the, that stuff's still happening. <laughs> really? It hasn't changed since I left? No, it hasn't changed, unfortunately. Like you could be, I, it looks like Jess is having a conversation with us, but she's typing, she's putting in these links. So you, you, you're very clever. Well, very I, I got a, I've got a multitask. I'm, I'm yeah. very practiced yeah. at this. <laughs> so the first link is for the Timmons uh, Writers Group. Timmons Writers, yeah. And then the second one is the Northern Ontario Writers Group. Nice. Yeah. And you encourage anybody from any any level of writing to uh, to submit and join, and uh, you know maybe combat creative. Uh, I guess chemistry and juices to get the, I guess the, you know, the juices flowing for uh, maybe a, a future story or. Yeah. Something. And it doesn't matter if you're writing children's books or if you're writing for adults, it doesn't matter if you're writing for teens or nonfiction, fiction, poetry, short stories, whatever it might be, any type of writing, script writing, screenwriting, playwriting. I mean, all types of writers are, are welcome because nice. it's really about being creative um, mm -hmm. and it's all about the writing. Nothing is, it's not, we, we keep it, we keep all personal stuff out of it, you know? So we'll, we have, we'll have writers in there that are um, writing about uh, Christian topics and not all of us are Christians or, you know, people who are writing about political things and we don't always agree, but it's about the writing and improving the writing. It's not about the topic that's involved. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, you're doing amazing work at, on all ends and uh, you know, keep it up and we definitely shared the links and we get any questions uh we'll definitely either share the link with the folks having the questions or uh, pass them over to one of your pages or maybe they can just line up at the garage hey i got questions well, that's, it. that's what i was thinking that the, the next few oil changes you're going to see people going here uh, you know i'm going to drop my car off maybe i'll get more clients now dropping yeah. their car off for work and they'll drop off can you read my memoir while i'm sitting here <laughs> waiting for my oil change can you get can my you book edit published this? that's right right <laughs> 
So my engine's knocking, and also my character got out and looked at the mirror right off the bat. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna need yeah. some help. And I've got too yeah. many cliches, so I'm not there. So. <laughs> yeah, you're done for, uh, Kinsman. But yeah, so well, thank you so much. Uh, we we really appreciate Justin. Do we have time for one more thing, or are you guys out of time? No, no we, we've got all the time in the world, Jessica. Okay, so there's one more thing I want to talk about, and it's kind of it's going to be something that people probably have not heard about because it's specific to Twitter. So I don't know if anybody out there has heard of a pitch party. A pitch party is basically where writers pitch their book on Twitter. You have 280 characters to convince an agent or editor to like your pitch. Hmm. And if they like it, if they put that little heart on your pitch, it means submit this to me. And you jump ahead of the rest of the slush pile because when you email it, you get to mark it as a request from this pitch party. Okay. And they will um, basically look at yours before they look at other people's because they requested it. They were like, I want to see this. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, the reason I'm bringing this up is because my business partner and I, we, uh, we run writingcommunity.ca. And we recently adopted uh, Canlit Pit, which is the Canadian pitch party for writers from the old organizers. And it's coming up on August 12th. So it's the opportunity for Canadian writers with any um, completed manuscript. It doesn't matter if it's short story or a poem that you want to get into a magazine or if it's a full-on book that you're trying to get published. But you can participate in it for free. All you need is a Twitter account. And you post your pitch with Canlit Pit as your hashtag. And agents and editors will be perusing and may, may like your pitch and say, wow. be requesting it. That is pretty cool. Using the power of social media to find some new talent out there mm -hmm. or a story to be told. So I, I, I would assume everyone who, who's pitching it is just waiting, dying for that heart to pop up, right? Oh, I, so I, I got into this because I started uh, keeping a schedule of pitch parties. So there's all kinds of different ones. There's ones for like, diverse writers there's ones for um, disabled writers there's ones for like like everything you can think of under the planet there's different pitch parties um there's ones for romance writers and there's fantasy sci-fi so on and so forth so i got into this by keeping a regular schedule of all these different pitch parties because every there's so many of them and there was no like one place you could go and find mm -hmm. out when the upcoming dates were so i was like i'm gonna create it so i created it and i put it on the website um, and it became really popular. Like every time I posted a, an updated schedule, it would get you know retweeted a couple hundred times. Um, but I made the mistake of, well, now every time a pitch party happens that I'm participating in, I'll get likes that show up in my notifications, but it's part of the list. People are like, they find the list because the hashtag is trending that day. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they find my list and they like the list. And I go, oh, a like, uh, <laughs> and then it's, it's just that. So I'm like, oh no, what did I get myself into? So exciting though. <laughs> it is a real cool way to find new talent. So a pitch party, a pitch party. version. Yeah. I love it. Can Lit Pit is what it's called. All right. So if you go to writingcommunity.ca slash canlitpit, yeah. you'll find all the information about it. Mm, right. That is very cool. That and, and who knows? Maybe Mark and I will. Hey, like, I could probably write a romance novel. I, I, I'm thinking, can, no. No. <laughs> what do you Come on. I, I think we could all start the, the, the starts. It's the middle, maybe the ending. You know, it's uh, again. You know, the, 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 the cliches would kill me at the intro and uh, you looking into the mirror, Jamie, would, uh, would ruin yeah. it for you. And don't forget getting or waking up in bed. <laughs> yeah. 
Jamie got out of bed and played with his long blonde hair. That's how I'm. Saying. That's right. Then the, the writers would be like, "And eh, he doesn't even have hair." <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I'm having hair. I'm having hair in my novel. Okay. That's but, right. Yeah. Yeah. What is it, Fabio? Kins, writing is all about creative creativity and imagination. Don't right. don't put down his imagination. No, no, you never put down anybody's imagination. And again, that's the whole point behind your uh, writing group. So again, uh, get in touch. We've got the links in our comments, and mm -hmm. uh, we'll uh, we'll get uh, hopefully some more uh, some more creative minds uh, mm -hmm. to your site, and you'll uh, you'll be editing and proofreading them to uh, bigger and better things. Here, maybe we'll see more novels uh, locally when uh, you know they uh, they submit maybe they're too afraid to submit until they actually you know maybe hear you tonight and say you know what maybe i should send this in and mm -hmm. see what jessica thinks and then you'll uh, you'll tell them how awesome it is yeah never know and thank you carol from the comments sorry oh yes that there. that's carol yeah. and skip uh lo loyal watchers of our show mm -hmm. yeah throwing up the great comments there well, thank you. Thank you. So uh, awesome information tonight. I, um, my creative juices are flowing. I may put pen to paper, Kinsman. I just may do it after the show's right. over. You, well, guys, we'll, we'll you guys are writers. You don't you don't know it, but you're writers. You write scripts yeah. all the time, don't you? Well, we do, well, yeah. we, we do scripts and uh, we, we do it in bullet point, though. So then, you know, putting it to paper. It's got to start somewhere. We've got to start somewhere. Yeah. So may, maybe we could do a pitch party. We'll do a, kin, a Kins and Klomp live story and we'll see, we'll see where it goes on the pitch party. <laughs> There actually is a joke pitch party on Twitter. It's called Taco Pitch. Okay. And it's for picture book writers. They pitch completely fake picture books. So mm -hmm. usually they're very dirty and raunchy and not at all appropriate for children. But they'll, they'll pitch completely fake books. And, um, and then the, they'll, they'll vote on the winners. They'll be like the most popular versus, you know, actual judges. And then the winners get like Venmoed like a dollar twenty nine for for a taco from the the organizer, which is not <laughs> enough in Canada to buy a taco, but in Cheers. the U.S. apparently it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is it, it is enough. Anne said there is a writer in all of us, and yeah, there is there is there's a writer or creativity in every person just to a different degree. In it, but that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, we appreciate it and we'll definitely be in touch and, uh, you know, good, good luck moving forward to success. And I hope these groups really expand and yeah. people who are looking for these outlets, find them because I think it's very important. And there's a lot of talent once again, in this community, lots of talent. Certainly is. Everybody talks about musicians, but there's uh, the creative writing side. And again, uh, you know, maybe, maybe someone will get those juices flowing and you never know what's, uh, you know, what is around the corner. If you always say no and, you know, end it, Without uh, saying, you know what, I am going to submit this. You know, yeah, you, you, you never know unless you try. That there's another cliche, but that's a good cliche, right? <laughs> you never know unless you try. Worst they're going to say is uh, you need to take it back and you know go back to this point and start again and turn this direction instead of this direction, right? So you know, create cr constructive cr criticism is what right. uh, what is what people may maybe need to get that boot and that extra motivation to uh, uh, you know to succeed. Absolutely. And Kinsman wants to know if he can borrow the the Nova for the weekend. Just to yeah, hang can it I on. borrow it for the weekend? Just hang <laughs> on. <around. laughs> you just want to put it on that little spot on the wall behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, Jess. All right, Thanks. Jess. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Wow. What, I, a, what I, an I inspirational lady, I, I, Jessica Trudell. The the other side of Forge Automotive. You, you you see her when you're booking your oil changes, and uh, now you know she is a very creative writer here in the city. And again, we wish her all the best of success for her uh, new uh, her new book. 
novel. Yeah, that's so, right. I mean, you know, hopefully in February, maybe she'll pick February 9th. That's my birthday. Could you imagine having that for a release date? If I see a romance novel from a Mark Binsman, I don't know if I'm going to. Yeah, the Mark, Mark Binsman. <laughs> but, you know. Bins and Chomp. Romance novel. Yeah, okay. Hey, well, listen. Hey, to each Binsman, I don't know what you're dreaming about at night, but I, I respect your dreams and aspirations. That's right. <laughs> okay, but uh, all right. So we have a bunch of local topics, but yes. so. I follow the Luna's Variety on Facebook, and they were posting a lot of pretty cool food today. Uh, a fish and salad, I think, combo. Yeah, fish and chips with salads and funnel cake. Who uh, who does not like funnel cake? And who doesn't like La Luna's Variety and Takeout? If you haven't been, it's uh, the old Sue's Variety, which is now La Luna's Variety, 332 commercial. And it's uh, the dream of uh, Melissa Michaud, hoping you'll uh, stop by and keep her partner's dream, Melissa Cools, alive. Uh, Melissa Cool passing away last October, and uh, Melissa Michaud is uh, doing this on behalf of Melissa. This was her dream, saying, you know what, you uh, you run La Luna's Variety and Takeout, and yeah. uh, let's uh, make it successful. And that's what Melissa's doing. Yeah, so they have a lot of, like, every day it looks like they're coming up with something interesting there, and uh, they're always posting pics, pics of the food, so... We love them over there. And how about and, this? The full-size ice cream cup. Have you seen this? This is also at La Luna's. The full-size cup. Go and ask for the full-size cup, and you can fill it up for as much ice cream as you want for $7. Until the cup is full, you can go. You can put any, any mixed match uh, of, uh, I guess, flavors in this cup. But they say ask for the full-size cup. And, again, that's at La Luna's Variety and Takeout. They also had... Uh, Hot uh, platters uh, today. They also had uh, fresh salads and deli sandwiches. All sorts of neat stuff in there. And, they, and of course, they're uh, they're famous for their keto pizza That's at uh, La Luna's Variety and Takeout 332 uh, commercial. We'll check them out. Love what they're doing over there. Uh, another gem in the city. So Timmins RV, you know, we're, we're coming at this. Well, we're not at the halfway point of summer, but, you know, we're in summer now, right? We're feeling it. it. I see all these pictures of people with campings in full gear. They're having a good yeah. time. They're sitting by the fire. They're out fishing. They're enjoying life. I know I was talking to uh, Chris from Jiu-Jitsu, him and his wife and their family. They're enjoying their summer out at their cottage. And, and you know what it is? It's a nice RV. I believe he has with one of those decks built around. These yeah. things look like cottages, right? Cottages on wheels. And again, you know, we're not, uh, I, we are obviously past the, you know, when they say the midway point, but this is also a good time to buy a mm -hmm. newer RV because uh, some of the newer prices way back in the spring are $10,000 cheaper. Again, there's a 2021 Sprinter travel trailer online, regular $75,000. It is now $65,000. And again, you don't pay for six months. They've got uh, great incentives, uh, great uh, tutorials. Again, how to make s'mores. Over the mm -hmm. campfire, the best uh, ways to uh, detour bugs. Yep. They've got a great marketing team over there at the Timmins RV. Yeah. All right. Yeah, very very good. So it, it full swing, do it in style. Yeah. All right. So what do we start with first? A shameless plug about you and I? know. Let's skip that. Uh, so you, I love this story, Kinsman. Uh, see, people don't think I give you compliments, but yesterday you saw the post about the young entrepreneurs with their lemonade stand. Yeah. And you right there, I used to love them. 
I had them as a kid. My kids had lemonade stands, and it, they're awesome. So tell me how it went yesterday. It went well. Uh, yeah, I saw the post. It was Melanie uh, Palick and her boys. Uh, they live right around the corner from my boys and mm -hmm. uh, their mom. And I was in the neighborhood dropping my boys off, and I saw the post. I said, you know what? I'm going to go get some lemonade. Who, who doesn't like lemonade? And again, 25 cents a cup. Like, you can't beat that. I, I am pretty sure I did the, the lemonade scan across the country. That was the cheapest glass of lemonade in Canada. And it was right here in uh, good old Melrose in Timmins, Ontario. Uh, they uh, they were selling the glasses. And again, I went and did a, a selfie with uh, Wyatt and little Dawson uh, Palick. Mm -hmm. And yes, they they sold out of uh, all their stock. Uh, the, 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 the dad comes up to me and goes, I had to go buy, I had to go buy more stock after you mm -hmm. stopped by. They, they, they ran out of the, the new stock by about eight 30, but the boys made a killing. There was like twenties. Uh, they're, 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 they're pretty good little uh, marketers there. Yep. So like, what, what's the price? 25 cents. Uh, no, it's a uh, $20. Okay. Here, here you go. It's a, right. it's a hard bargain here. That's right. And uh, hopefully you left them a, a very healthy yeah, tip. We, we left them a good uh, Kins and Klomp sized tip, which was good. I picked up a, a tray of four. It's funny. I, I always People always yell at me. I always keep uh, my old trays from Tim Hortons on the back. One came in handy. I actually used it for the tray to carry my uh, my drinks out of there. L laziness has its rewards. That's so. right. Right. It's not lazy. I was just putting that tray aside until I came by Wyatt and Dawson's uh, little lemonade stand. Right. Yes. I agree. Now, Imagine Cinema's big news. We are opening up. They are opening up on Friday. Yes. I'm excited here, okay? I, Black Widow, I got to see F9, okay? If I, those are my two top ones. We got some movies. And if you don't know, you think they were just sitting around calling and, and their team sitting around during COVID. No, that whole theater has luxury reclining That's seats. Right. Oh, yeah. So comfy and uh, talking to Gina Facca today and the crew from Imagine Cinemas, they have employment opportunities. In fact, if you're looking to be the next relief manager at the cinema, mm -hmm. Gina says they are looking to hire a relief manager. So if you're looking to uh, work in the, the movie industry and uh, work for Imagine Cinemas here in Timmins, the crew is amazing. And again, all luxury seating, you'll, you'll, you'll be in charge and uh, one of the new managers. So uh, get those resumes in. And the yes. link is on their uh, Imagine Cinemas 6 and the Imagine Cinemas Timmins Facebook page. That's right. And, and if you go a little bit early, you, you may see something in the pre-show anyways. That's right. Our, our previews are coming back. Colin says our preview, which uh, we started right before the lockdown was uh, you know, happening. So it, uh, it was short-lived, but uh, it's going to be back again again. Yes, the, the Kins and Klomp Live, the distraction video. Yeah. There you go, Kinsman. Discover fitness, discover performance. Laziness is not part of training, sir. Yay for the not part of training. Sure it is. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, quilts for survivors. What's happening here? Uh, yes, this is a group created in the memory of the small voices that we have lost, and uh, the numbers keep rising across uh, you know, the country with these uh, residential schools and the grounds. Uh, this group was created to make blocks of quilts to be sewn together to make lap quilts, approximately 48 by 62 for the size of this quilt. And the blocks should be 16.5, unfinished. And they say you can use orange in the color, in the block, and all other patterns are welcome too. And they're looking for donations of batting 
and backing. If anybody knows of someone who uh, may have some to spare, and if you need uh, any more information on this group, it is called uh, Quilters uh, Quilts for Survivors on their Facebook page, and it's run by Vanessa Genier here in Timmins. And she's currently looking for more quilters to join. They're, they already have 600 people quilting their little squares for this quilt. And again, they're going to put them all together for that giant quilt. And uh, she says there's always room for more. You can call Vanessa if you would like to add for your quilting project. And her phone number is 705-262-1853. And you can also email her at vrggenier at uh, gmail.com or just go to the Facebook group quilt for survivors good i love it uh so i'll handle this one so if you haven't heard about the mini putt tournament of fun um we are going to be hosting that a long time alongside the mini putt and batting cages at hollinger park Mm -hmm. so we had dawn on the show on sunday and it's simple just have to go mini putt now when you mini putt they collect all the scorecards and if your score happened to match and match our scores tie our scores you're going to qualify for the tournament of fun. And there's going to be right. a, a few different qualification periods throughout the summer leading up to August the 21st. What can you expect in the tournament of fun? Well, for, you're going to come play free mini putt on August the 21st. There's going to be right. music. There's going to be food. There's going to be dancing. There's going to be hosting. There's going to be prizes for like worst golfer, best golfer, funniest celebration and all types of wacky stuff. So get out and play mini putt. If, if you haven't played mini putt before, listen, this I love this sport, and uh, he has much more. He has the batting cages. He has the water balloons. Um, yeah, lots of fun. Water balloon battle is uh, the new uh, the new attraction. Yeah, and again, snow cones. There you go. Selena went today, and we and uh, yeah, awesome. Yes, she sent us a pic, and that was very cool. And it yeah. is a lot of fun for all families and ages. So we encourage that. Now, Kinsman, you, you send me a lot of things. We have lots of things going on in this community. Yes, we do. Lots of things going on. Everybody uh, knows, uh, you know, the show, and we usually talk locals uh, during the show, and they fire them to us because uh-huh. they know that you or I are going to uh, get the announcement out. And uh, Urban Farm is on the road. So a shout-out to uh, Becky and Steve over at the Urban Farm. Uh, they're they're headed to Cochrane. Anybody watching from Cochrane uh, tonight? Uh, you've got Urban Farm headed up tomorrow, and they're going to be up six fifty five between four in the afternoon and seven set up at Paps Dollar Store. So all the goods from the Timmins location of Urban Farm, the South Porcupine location, they're on Crawford. You'll get to uh, enjoy their yummy treats uh, out front of uh, Paps Dollar Store. So that's uh, pretty cool stuff there. Yeah. I love what they're doing there. Uh, and I believe they were in another community last. They Friday. were in Shaplow on Friday. There we go. Yeah. They were part of an open market uh, over that way and had a huge success. And again, they're, they're taking their mobile urban farm on the road, which uh, seems to be a huge uh, success. Good. Kirkland Lake gold. What, what's happening? Are they, are, are they donating a gold bar to each of us for the show? Is it, is this the headline? No, they uh, they actually had one of the best quarters, the second quarters, uh, it, 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 I guess one of the best second quarters that they've had. And uh, you know what that means? They've done some more uh, gold digging. They've done some more exploration, which uh, they've found enough gold that will keep the longevity of the mine, of the Detour Lake mine, uh, going for uh, years to come. So that is some definite good news. So a shout out to Kirkland Lake Gold for uh, finding more gold. 
they can keep uh, the the current employers employed and uh, you know give uh, hope for those who are uh, seeking mining in the future. Yes, congratulations, Kirkland Lake Gold. Uh, what is your score? It'd be hard. Uh, it'd be hard to match it, but I'm sure it always beat it. So here's the hint: Kinsman score, my score. Kinsman's uh-huh. high, mine's low. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in, in in golf, low is uh, good, high yeah. is not yeah. that good. But then again, I my high score. I'd be curious to see out of the cards that when Don was on on Sunday, he said that there was about 25 scorecards in there uh, tied with our score. I'm curious to see who tied with your score. And who tied with mine? See, if I didn't, if I didn't play so bad, you know, I'm letting, I'm letting everybody have a chance to to get into our qualifying, uh, the year end tournament. Yeah, the excuses. Okay, See, always an excuse. Always an excuse. So one more round. So, uh, yeah. so we're we're back at Full Beard on the patio, and we're going to be in the stage three. So inside will be open too. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be back there, uh, re-celebrating the launch of our beer, but celebrating just being able to gather with friends and family again. So this is going to be on Thursday, July the 22nd. Five to 10. Yeah, five to 10. So we're going to be doing our live stream show. We're going to have live music. We're going to have comedy. We're going to be playing music. And if you missed out the last time, the, you know, if they didn't close at 10, I was probably going to stay there forever, Kensman, because I was having a great time. You were having a good time. I think I think oh, yeah. Kyle, Kyle Cote was there performing with Dax. And uh, I think if uh, if Kyle had the chance, he, he would have played on to, uh, you know, into the wee hours. He, he said it felt so good to sit down and play. He didn't have a, a script or anything written down. He, he just played what whatever came to mind and. You know, he even threw uh, some requests in there. It's amazing the the talent. He says he, you know, they, they were rusty. I, I couldn't tell. But uh, Kyle, Kyle put on a great show. Uh, will we get Kyle back for the twenty second? We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and uh, ink him up there for uh, for that uh, that show. Yeah, we're gonna announce that lineup shortly. And Dabrowski. So it's not just drinks on the patio. It's food on the patio, and it's it's all in one stop. The place is amazing. The drinks are good. The service is good. The food's good. And the entertainment is good. <laughs> right. So July the 22nd, it's a Thursday. If you, did, if you missed it last time, if you went last time, you know how much fun it is. And if you missed it last time, you do want to come this time. Um, it is first come, first serve. They don't have reservations and, you know, oh. all the good rules. Restrictions still apply, but it'll be a real good time. We, we absolutely can guarantee that. And we should uh, mention here for the 705, the Blondale beer with Kids and Clomp Live, our cans. If you uh, order the Baker's Dozen at Full Beard right now, they'll throw a can of ours in there as uh, the Baker's Dozen, the 13th can. So uh, they've got deliveries. They're going north to Hearst. They're hitting Moonbeam, uh, Smooth Rock Falls, Kapaskazian, Cochrane. So if you want to hit that order, they're delivering on Friday. You still have time to uh, hop on to Full Beard uh, Brewing's website at fullbeardbrewing.com and get yourself, uh, you know, the, the best deal. Who, who doesn't like a baker's dozen, right? So you get 12 Kins and Klopp Live 705 Blondale beers. You get a 13th free, right? Love it. Uh, yeah, of course I love it. So you can order the beer on the website. One of my friends from Thunder Bay just called today and he placed his order. Uh, there's, uh, there's Melissa. <laughs> Sorry, see you there. Sorry, Chaz. See, Chaz, the, the, this is Melissa's girls' night out. This is what they do every Thursday. Chad can't be bombarding a girls' night out. I understand. No. So, so and, and and Melissa and her, her friends were there last time. So yeah. So we'll miss Chad. We wish he was there, but we understand. Girls' night out. Uh, you know, the, the, the hobby has to stay at home. <laughs> 
That's the rules, Kinsman. That's the rules. Yes, we'll, okay. we'll have to send a, then, we'll send Chad a doggy bag from uh, from our yeah. night. Yes, uh, and night. finally, so finally, we got something to chat about with the surge. Besides how much we love them, which we do. August the fourteenth. This is going to be a big one. We're calling it eight and eight. Yeah. So between noon and eight p.m. on August the fourteenth, we're going to be streaming live, and every hour we're going to give you an opportunity to win a thousand dollars. You're going to have to complete a challenge. We're not saying what those challenges are now, but you're going to have to complete a challenge. And every hour we're going to give one person a chance to win a thousand. Yes. Then at eight p.m. at eight p.m. So the stream's over. People in person at the surge, eight of them are going to win. Uh, pardon me, eight of them are going to have an opportunity to win eight thousand dollars. This is why. Yes, so sixteen thousand dollars up for grab that day, August the fourteenth, and we'll, we'll we'll be releasing more information as we get closer. But bottom line, hey, surge is opening. Uh, we've been waiting a long time to get yep. in there, and we're, we promised to start it off big, and we, we're starting it off big. That's what, as they say, here's another cliche, go big or go home. So we're going big, and uh, you can't get any bigger than giving the opportunity to give away $16,000. Uh, just think, if if everybody you know, got their challenges and uh, got the final challenge at the end, it, uh, it it might be a very profitable day. So Someone's buying us all drinks in there when they when they win the league. I'm taking some of your beer to my daughter in Kappas Casings. Thank you. And I will be taking yeah, thanks, Carol. the beer with me, the Thunder Bay, when I travel. Well, you, you did a Kinsman. We, we found out maybe we're not authors, but there's a pretty cool, cool place to go if you're aspiring to do so. And uh, I give you a thumbs up tonight, Kinsman. Give me a thumbs up. Do I uh, do I have one, we have one more uh, message to uh, pass along here before we go? Oh, we do actually. It's Vanessa. Yes, Landers. Vanessa Landers. We uh, we wanted to uh, send our uh, good vibes to Vanessa. You you've been following her journey on her Facebook page. Follow my journey, Team V Strong, with the hashtag. Uh, Vanessa was on our show uh, a few weeks back. Great friend of ours, off the air, and recently diagnosed with SMAS, which is Superior Mencentric Artery Syndrome, and she's actually going to Toronto. Remember, she was on our show. She wasn't quite at the weight. To go to Toronto, well, she she she's at that weight where they can go to Toronto and she can hopefully get uh, some answers from Toronto surgeons and specialists to get the answers that she needs. And while Vanessa's away, our good friend Selena Maria Bishop, who's a valued, a loyal fan of our show, is and has taken over the duty of selling Vanessa's stickers and the bumper uh, decals uh, for ten dollars, and all the proceeds go to Vanessa and her fight. And now that she's in Toronto, I, I saw a post today. If you follow her on her Facebook page, her dad was taking her down. Uh, she, she's going to be so tied up with uh, medical issues for the next little while. Uh, no time to worry and think about back here. So if you can, 10 bucks a sticker, uh, find Selena Marie, uh, Maria Bishop on our Facebook page, and you can uh, ask for a sticker. And again, all the proceeds go to Vanessa. So we're wishing Vanessa a, a good battle and all the best in Toronto. She says she's going to keep us up to date and uh, maybe throw us an update from Toronto. So we'll uh, we'll look forward to having her back on the show. Yes, absolutely. a thousand percent. Two thumbs up. Have a great night, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks All right. So much. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to show you how <laughs> I, I never warned you about this one. So I'll, I'll show you how a good librarian does it. Okay. I want you to pretend you walk into the library. Okay. And I'm okay. going to give you a proper, you know, give me your regular voice in the library. 
All right. Hey, Klopp, where's that magazine? 